get here? Alrighty, welcome back to the program, everybody. And this is the show, How Did I Get Here? It's where we live our best lives on the internet, come out the other side knowing what? Uh, a lot more, but not feeling that much smarter. And yes, this is sir. because why? I have no idea, but we are your hosts. I am Jay, and this is… Alexa. Alright, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, or maybe even retuning in, remember to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Also, check out youtube.com slash divepods for full episodes. Mm-hmm. How has your last 15 minutes been? We took another 15 minute break. <laughs> you sound so sad. How has your last 15 minutes been? Wow. Uh, it's been good. Chill. Why is your Fiji water still full? I've been drinking my coffee. What kind of message does that send to our I sponsors? I love Fiji so much. Mm, Fiji so water. Mm-hmm. Empty. Send me some Fiji water. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the topic of today is actually kind of an interesting one. The topic is… What makes pop music… Pop. Mm. What in the world does that mean? I guess what makes pop music popular. Because I mean pop music means popular music. So I mean, oh like popular. Yeah. Oh, I thought I meant like what makes pop music like pop. I mean that too. Like I need that hook to pop more. Okay. I guess like yeah. layer it up so it pops. Okay. One of those. Okay. okay. Maybe I'm thinking too musically. <laughs> Starting point is defining the pop music and its cultural relevance. Definitely has a lot. Brand new whip just… Oh, please don't. Wait, don't wait, let me wait, down. Wait, 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 don't wait, let me down, wait. please. What did you say? What did you say? What's popping? Brand new whip just. I don't, I don't know. If it's a modern music reference, I'm not going to get it. I don't listen oh, to music today. Okay. I'm sorry, Jack Carlo. We've let you down. I don't know who that is. Uh, pop is easily identified by its repetitive verses and instrumentals. True. Because we use a lot of loops now. True. Our brains really like patterns and pop music follows simple patterns that are easy for us to quickly pick up. It has been used to produce popular music for decades. You can even find it in the 20s jazz music. Ooh. Let's talk about this. Okay. There are things called money chords. Money chords. And what they are are general… A general set of usually four, five, six chords, right? Mm-hmm. Through a progression. A, B, or C. And they're just repeated over and over and over. And those are the chords that strike familiarity to the mm-hmm. listeners. Okay. And therefore, it becomes like more, I don't know, relatable due to the fact that they've heard it over and over and over. Okay. It's just produced in a different way and sounds different. So that's why people try to use money chords when producing hit songs. Huh. Lately, the trend has curved a little bit and people are going into more like niche, like underground sounding tones. Like if you listen to like Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar uses very jazzy chords. You know what I mean? Jazz. Jazzy. I'm sure he has his fair share of money chord songs, but for the most part, for what I know, it's like very jazzy. Very jazzy. But he's like he's like pretty famous too, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't I honestly don't know much about music and musicality. So this mm-hmm. is why I trust you on talking about I don't either. Stuff. I'm just I'm just talking out of my ass right now. <laughs> uh, but uh basically they do I agree with this article. It's repetitive verses and instrumentals, especially if you listen to hip hop these days. Hip hop mm. has become pop, right? Yeah, I suppose so nowadays. Yeah. Right, and the and the whole meta right now in hip hop is number one banger. Yeah. I kind of like it. I don't hate it. I mean, I mean, it's like you said, like when people like sense of familiarity with music and patterns, it's like, okay, I've heard this before and I liked it before, so I'll like it again. Mm. It's easily memorable. Yeah. It's, yeah. 
concerning music being memorable and people liking, I forgot. There's a specific BPM that's the, the closest thing to the human heartbeat, and that's why songs with that BPM are like successful. Isn't it like 134 or something? What's what's the BPM? Now I'm curious. Wait, is it 133? I talk about this on radio, but I forgot what it was. BPM. BPM of heart. And there's like 133 or 60 to 100. Wait, no, but there's a specific BPM. 40 beats per minute. That was over. It's way over that. It's 100 something BPM. And it's like… 6 to 100. The closest thing to the human heart. And that's why people tend to like those kind of like dance songs that have that kind of bass going on. Of, of heart attack. <laughs> human heart. Of human heart. A normal wrist rate 60 to 100. But that's not what it is. Really? Yeah. It could be double time. So it could be 120. Mayhaps. Okay, I think… 60. It, was it 128? 128? I think it was 128. Double time, yeah. But yeah, most I think most most songs that I write are between ninety to one hundred twenty. Hmm. Yeah, right. I get double time. Yeah. Okay, but anyway, yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. I mean, everyone's written songs like that. Mm-hmm. Zombies like that. I became a zombie. It's literally just an octave down. Mine. Blown. You are correct. And that bothers me. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's how hip-hop works. And that's why it's so easy to listen to. That's why it's easily singable. Zombie is a really simple song. Due to the fact that it's just a repetition. Other than the B. So the A and the C are the same. It's just an octave up. And variations. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Obviously with the kick and the interesting like… Yeah. 808. But yeah. Good song. Good song. And it did really well on the charts because it's repetitive. Because it's day six. (laughs) That too. Our second article is… How pop music evolved over time. Uh, Bill Stanley, a British music journalist, wrote an entire 600-page book about his love for pop music and tracking its progression in the US and UK's post-war era. Wow. Where the emergence of youth culture took hold. Uh, for many people who bought his records, he gave the subject matter for the backdrop it deserved. This was the stuff of life itself. Mm. Uh, pop music has a pattern of taking all of the different sounds of a time and bringing it together to something that's more accessible to more types of people. Interesting. I think you just, just generally describe music. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, mean, I guess so. I think pop music though is more like it's popular music, right? So it's what's yeah. in with the crowd at the time. Right. So that last bullet point makes a lot of sense. So taking yeah. everything, all the sounds of a time and like mashing Bring it all together. together. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Next article. <laughs> pop music may be getting less popular. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What was the obvious candy formulaic pop of 2000s, early 2010s is apparently fading in popularity as more… Independent artists are stepping into the mainstream. And with artists like Drake and Post Malone who have huge hits… But don't necessarily fit the cookie cutter pop music genre we originally know… Some would argue that they're the new pop music. It depends on your personal definition. Yeah, we're talking about this. Hip-hop is now mm. pop. But… Uh, I don't know. I think you have to take this in segments because formulaic pop… It may not be the same formula but there's still a formula. True. Especially with the uprise of SoundCloud artists from Type Beats. Yeah, SoundCloud. You would have to say, especially because like Splice, everyone's using the same samples, right? They're just cutting it up and making it different. I would still say that there's a formula. It's definitely different from the 2000s and right now in 2020. Mm. But there's definitely always, always, always going to be a formula. Yeah, Mm. but Drake is kind of interesting. Drake has never fallen off. I mean, I've never really listened to a lot of Drake personally. But Mm. I mean, I know like the songs that have been like popular and circulated, but… 
Yeah. I'm just now getting into Post Malone, so. Yeah. Post Malone has a… Do you, have you listened to his recent album? Not yet. I, that's my favorite album. Like, I will listen to by it. By far. I will listen to well, it. Well, it's not that recent. It's Hollywood is Bleeding. Yeah. Because I've heard Circles. So. Yeah, yeah. That album. Oh, okay. I don't think he's released an album after that. I'll check out the whole album. It's beautiful. Okay. It's so well written. Like take your he word has for like it. acoustic hits like Stay. He has some bangers like Hollywood is bleeding. He has mm. he has one with Young Thug, but dude, okay. Okay, look. Oh, he snapped. He said an unpopular opinion. This may be unpopular. And this is completely off the topic. Playboy Cardi's feature on Tyler Creator's Earthquake was the hardest rap feature I've ever heard. That was the hardest rap feature I've ever heard. I will I don't know what he's saying, but it's dope. <laughs> I legit don't know. He's making sounds, but they sound really good. Okay, but can we talk about the emergence and popularity of mumble rap becoming a thing nowadays? Mumble though? rap is really like... interesting. I actually, oh sorry. I mumble rap is really I tried it. I tried it in the studio because I was I was interested. I think you heard it. It's called I need Lemonade. I to hear these. It's, it's kind of… It's interesting. It's fun. Okay. You want to hear it? Sure. I don't, I don't think I have it right now. But I'll, I'll send it to you. Okay. 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 Anyway. I mean I, I played it on Instagram live once. But it's just… It's literally mumble rap. Hmm. Yeah. But it's kind of interesting. And it's a lot harder than it seems. Because you have to mumble it just the exact amount for it to sound good. But then if you mumble it too much, then it just sounds like not words. See, mumble rap and indie singing sit at the same table. Really? You think so? In indie singing is different. No, it is different. But if you get what I mean, it's the niche for both kind of things. It's yeah. like, it's got that same kind of… What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I don't know what English, but… Like it's just that same kind of… Feeling? You, you get it? It's like mumble rap is one thing, but the indie singing is this other thing. But if they were each other in the like different genres, it would be the same thing. Oh, like I they have like, like a like a similar vibe. Yeah. Okay. Indie, yeah, indie singing, I guess, is very particular as well. What kind mm. of indie? What kind of indie artists are you talking about? I don't listen to anyone in particular, but <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you I mean listen to a variety. Vibe? Like I'm not gonna name names, but it's just like, right. especially with intonation. That's the thing, because with mumble rapper relies on the fact of not overpronouncing things and like mm. doing specific. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That. And whenever… Pronouncing uh, things in a certain way? Yeah, sure. We'll roll with that. Inflection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inflection. What does that even mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, like the dynamics? Exactly. And like with indie, you know, there's only like emphasis on certain syllables with things. Because then it's that… That's the word I'm looking for. I don't know. I don't know what kind of indie I mean? artist you're talking about. Oh. Is it like one of those things that JY talks about on survival auditions where like you're singing but it doesn't sound like you're singing like your age? I don't know. I'm not in JY. And I've never been on one of his survival shows. So okay. that's your question for you. Yeah. <laughs> Dear JYP people, um, can you answer this question please? Is that, is that a JYP thing? No, because I agree with that. You should, you should sing how you talk. What your voice sounds like should be what you sound like when you sing. Huh? Yeah. You, you kind of sing how you talk. Yeah. That's actually really good. Thanks. Wow. Coming from JYP six. Thanks. Wow. Thanks. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Weird. Alright. Um, pop music maybe getting less popular? Uh, I don't think so. It's what you define pop music as. I think it's just evolving. That's it. I feel like what may exactly. have been popular to one generation is fading out now. That's why mm. people think this way. But pop music will always be pop music because it's what's popular at the time. What's popular? 
Brand new whip just it's still hopped don't. in. It's hopped in. It's hopped in. Aggressive. Okay. Aggressive. Yes. Oh boy. <laughs> Need me a drink of the speedy water now. That was aggressive. Goodness. Uh, and now that we have gone through the meat of today, we are going to rest your eerie weirs. Eerie weirs. Weary ears. Eerie weirs. With a beautiful song that Day6 has come back with as a subunit. Uh, this unit is comprised of Young K, One Peter, and Don. And the song is good. Go take a listen.
Okay, so that was the music break. We are back. We are back. Are you guys participating on the hashtag JGodChills thing on social media? Because I've seen some of those. I know. Anyways, so we're back with some questions from you guys. Uh, This comes from Colleen on Twitter. Do you remember your dreams when you wake up? I remember pieces of it. Pieces of it? Do you remember full dreams when you wake up? Not full dreams. But the thing is, if I'm correct, whenever you sleep, you only remember like… The last 10 seconds of a dream or something. Last 15 or 10 seconds. That's all you remember. Oh, is that what it actually is? Like statistically? I read it somewhere. I don't remember what the exact number was. But it's like you don't remember your full dream. And your brain is only like consciously thinking of these things for so long before you fall into actual sleep. Uh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I heard uh, dreaming is really bad. We had a topic about this. But dreaming is really bad for REM sleep. So if you are dreaming… Really? So you do, do you dream every night? Uh, I mean… For the most part, it's kind of just whatever is on my mind before I go to sleep. And then that goes off into whatever hypothetical situation that happens. But yeah, you I don't… Might, yeah, you might have sleep apnea. Mayhaps. There is a cure for that. You can get this mask with this oxygen tank. My dad used that actually. Yeah. I've, I've actually been considering investing in one. Hmm. But it helps a lot. Sleep apnea. Sleep apnea. Whoop, whoop. Second question. What are some effective and easy ways to practice mindfulness? How can we sleep better at night in desperate need? The world wouldn't be the way it is if everyone had the answer to this. Yeah. Um, mindfulness, I think that might be the worst. We might actually be the two worst cases to ask yeah, that question. Yeah, I wouldn't trust yeah. our judgment, so to say. Yeah. Um, but I have heard that our voices are very beautiful um, and cause ASMR effects. So probably listen to our podcast before you sleep. I mean, yeah. Okay. Are we on ASC right now? <laughs> Alright, soothe them, Alexa. If you are listening to this podcast right now, count backwards from 10. Breathe in. Hold it for three. Exhale for three. Repeat this four times. Close your eyes. Nail tapping. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Literally sleep. Wait. Water. <laughs> My broken nail. <laughs> All right, that wraps it up for the questions. If you have any questions for us for the future podcast, please send them to us with the hashtag HDIGH and let us know what should be our next big search. You can send it to us on Instagram and Twitter at the Dive Studios, youtube.com slash dive studios, youtube.com slash dive pause for full episodes. Also, we have a TikTok. At The Dive Studios. Don't forget to subscribe and to review this podcast. Uh, so once again, for those of you who don't know, I'm currently running a campaign for my birthday. Uh, it's called From Friends. And it's basically just a campaign explaining that through a bridge of human interaction and connections, we are all interconnected. Um, there's a saying in Korea that over two bridges of human connection, we could know the president. So basically everyone's interconnected. And seeing to the fact that everyone's family pretty much, we should be helping each other out. So the concept from friends is we're trying to give aid and lend aid where it's needed because of the fact that we should all really be friends. We're all connected. Uh, The campaign is we're selling merch, hoodies, caps, t-shirts, sweatpants. And we are in coalition with Jet. And we're trying to uh, present the youth with more information on anxiety and mental awareness. So that they don't have to struggle later in their lives. Yeah. 
I will gladly purchase. Honestly, you better purchase. I will, I will purchase. Yes. I will plug. I will tweet this. I will tweet it. Diane will also purchase a full set of clothes. And then you're going to buy everything for every member in Day Six, right? They are going to buy things. <laughs> it is my birthday for a reason. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. How did I get here with Jay?